Hello, I'm Sarah from SRTT and I help busy people make self-care a priority. You're listening to Conversations with Sarah and today I'm joined by Jen to talk about Reiki. Hi Jen. Hi there. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, I'm really good, thank you, really well. And yourself? Yeah, I'm really good today. It's sunny where I am at the moment. It's a little grey there. Yeah, oh brilliant. Um, So we're going to talk a little (laughs) bit about Reiki, did you want to introduce yourself, uh, your business, or um, like who you are? Yeah, of course. So my name's Jen Hall, and I'm a Reiki master teacher of Asui Reiki and Karuna Reiki, which is a, a sort of lesser known type of Reiki. And a couple of years ago, I left a very unhappy legal career. I was a personal injury solicitor for about 10 years. And I set up my Reiki business, which is called Real Life Reiki. And the idea behind sort of the name Real Life Reiki is that Reiki and holistic things shouldn't just be something like really esoteric and woo-woo and out there. It should be something that is actually practical and usable in your everyday life. So this is how I sort of teach my students when I teach Reiki, that Reiki should be something that we use and is integrated sort of into our everyday. It should be part of our regular self-care routine to be doing self-treatments. And as part of the business that I run sort of part time around my kids, because I'm a mum of two young kids as well. um, I do treatments and I teach Reiki and I'm a qualified life coach and crystal healer and other things as well. But the, the mainstay of my business and, you know, the, the main thing that's been the linchpin yeah. of my own health journey is Reiki. Yeah. So for, for some people who may not know what Reiki is, because this is, this is always the first hurdle I have to overcome. Yeah, and some that... people might have heard of Reiki, but yeah. not really be sure what it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's Reiki we... is a hands-on healing technique. Yeah. So people think it's a bit like a massage, but it's not. It's not like um, you don't move your hands around like you're manipulating the the muscles or the tissue Mm -hmm. or anything like that. The way I do Reiki is mainly based on the chakra system. Um, Also bits of the the physical body, like we don't just leave out the arms and legs and things like that. Um, But mainly because it works on all levels, it's physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I find that the people who are drawn to me really need that chakra based approach. So we work on the sort of the energy centers of the body because trauma can be stored in there. You know, trapped energy can become yeah. stagnant in those. So we work on releasing that um, mainly sort of from from the chakra base. So it's a hands on healing technique that I focus mainly on the chakras. But obviously we do, you know, little bits on the arms and legs as well. Um, it can be used to heal any sort of physical ailment. So if somebody's um, like one of my students dislocated her knee um, and she came to me for, for treatments on that and helped heal that. Some people come for sort of issues that aren't physical based, like insomnia. Mm. Um, I get quite a few people who've got emotional trauma. Um, and Reiki can really help release that because, um, you know, the traditional thing is to go for counselling when you've got any level of trauma. Yeah. But for some people, if they're not aware of what the issue is, because sometimes these things are deep seated from childhood and, and everyone's like, oh, but I had a great childhood. I don't yeah. know they're not aware of the problem. Well, that's the thing with trauma. It's we think it's this really, really big event that was life changing and trauma can be something really quite quite small in the scheme of things that our our body has internalized and held 
held on to um so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's talking therapies I'm a really big advocate for talking therapies um but as you say if you don't know what the problem is you can't unearth you know it's, you can't necessarily tap in yeah and I really like using Reiki to raise awareness. So people come to me and think, oh, I'm absolutely fine. And then I do them a Reiki treatment and very gently say to them, well, actually you've got this level of trauma stored in this chakra. This is probably mm. a childhood issue. And it brings their awareness to it. And actually when mm. you talk to them, and this is why I qualified as a life coach as well, because I found that when I was giving feedback after Reiki treatments, I was kind of like dispensing this advice and, and sort of practical advice anyway. So I thought, well, let's get qualified in that and I can sort of really use the two systems mm. together. And then you find that once you've got that awareness for the person, then they, they have the option to go off and do a, a talking therapy or some different kind of treatment yeah. to access that trauma once they, they've actually become aware of it so I, I find Reiki a really good tool for raising that awareness of what's stored in the body and in the energy system mm. because if you're only thinking you know your issues are in the conscious mind if you're not yeah. aware of something there Reiki is brilliant at that at raising that awareness bringing it to the surface and then you have options to to tackle it and Reiki can be one of those options to continue working with it mm -hmm. but then once you've got that awareness you've got a choice and loads of other possibilities yeah and that's what it's about isn't it it's, it's choice being able to once you recognize that there's something you want to change having that choice um, with how you work with that so how did you first discover Reiki what brought you to to it uh well I was a newly qualified solicitor I was sort of a couple of years into my legal career and I had a bad relapse of ME I've had ME since I was 17 it took me nine years to get a diagnosis which is a whole other story yeah um, but because I I kind of figured out in my late teens that I I wasn't able to rely on western medicine because my doctor was repeatedly telling me there's no such thing as ME, ME doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, and I was diagnosed with depression at 19 and I, I was on and off different antidepressants that gave me hellish side effects. And then I was on tablets to treat the side effects of the yeah, tablets. Yeah. It's, it's a story so I've heard many times. Yeah. So I kind of figured out in my late teens and early 20s that I can't rely on Western medicine to, to help overcome this. Mm. So I kind of turned to things like life coaching books, um, self-development books, holistic techniques. Um, and it was when I had a really bad relapse of ME when I was uh, a couple of years into my legal career. So that would have been probably about 2011, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was about 10 years mm. ago now. Um, and I got signed off work for a month. And I got a couple of weeks into this month and I thought, I'm not getting any better just resting. Yeah. I need to do something really drastic. Yeah. So I, I booked myself onto a week long detox retreat uh, down in Somerset. And I was in such a state, I was practically housebound. I mean, just getting myself down yeah. to Somerset on the suitcase. I mean, they had to meet me off the train and literally like carry me and carry my luggage. And yeah. I was in such a state. And part of that week, we had the option to access lots of different therapies, some of which I'd tried before, like acupuncture, and some of which I hadn't heard of before. And I'd never heard of Reiki, and it was mm -hmm. on offer in the Stutop Street. 
And I thought, well, this sounds a bit weird, but it's about energy. Yeah. And I have no energy. You know, the whole yeah. point of ME, it's a, it's a deficiency and a depletion of, of energy. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll give this a go. It sounds a bit weird, but at this point, I'm so ill, I will try anything. Yeah. Quite often how people come to Reiki. Exactly what I was thinking. Weird, but let's give it a go. Yeah. And you kind of get to the point of desperation where you're just like, I don't care how weird it sounds, I'm going to try anything. Yeah. And I had such a strong reaction to that first treatment. It was like... I I couldn't come down from it afterwards. It was like I felt bigger than my body. I felt like the Michelin man. I was like, my head was like three meters Amazing. above my actual physical head. Yeah, yeah. And the lady who did the treatment said to me, if you've had that strong a reaction to it, I think this is going to be something that's actually really beneficial for you. And this could be, you know, a, a really beneficial part of your healing journey. Mm. So I went home and I found someone in my local area who did treatments and I continued having treatments. Um, and then the, I kept in touch with the lady who did it on the detox retreat. And she said to me, you know, if you're enjoying your treatments, why don't you think about doing your level one? And I was like, you are. I didn't realize that I could learn to do Reiki. Oh, wow. I never crossed my mind. Yeah. And it was when she said to me, you know, consider doing your level one. So I asked the lady who was giving me my treatments and she was like, oh yeah, brilliant. I'll introduce you to my teacher. Mm. And it was like, you know, when you have a connection with someone just as soon as you meet them. Yeah. My Reiki teacher, she's retired now, bless her. Um, but Christine was like my second mum. She still is my, she's like my second, my spiritual mother. Mm. Um, and I had such a, a reaction to learning Reiki and the yeah. attunements as well. I very quickly, within a couple of years, um, was attuned up to master teacher. And then um, because Christine taught Karuna as well, which is the different type of Reiki, you can only learn Karuna once you're in a Sui Reiki master. OK, so I did my a Sui Reiki first. That's the, the main type of Reiki yeah, that most yeah. people. That's the Reiki that I'm, I'm trained in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise you were trained in Reiki. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's some. Um... It's not something I'm I'm super out about actually. Um, so I out oh, I no. do. So, yeah, I'm 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 trained to level two. I am currently doing some masters training, um, and it, for oh, me, wow. it's been a really really long journey. That's why I was really really interested in in speaking to you. Who you know, it is your mm. you seem so passionate about it, um, and and I'm quite you know yeah I I, I do reiki <laughs> you know because it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't always fit for me with my logical brain. Like as you said at the beginning, it can seem really, really woo. Um, but over the years, I've kind of come to come come to peace with how I feel about the energy and all of that other stuff, and I'm much more open about it now. Um, yeah. But still, not something that I I often offer as a treatment. But so well, <laughs> I'm still but working that on that. Be, it's not it's not the main part of your path, you know each of us are drawn to different things I mean I have different things that I do that are sort of lesser therapies for me so yes I use crystal healing but I use it mainly for myself I don't often mm. get people coming to me for crystal healing treatments so some things you know you might have learned Reiki just for you and this is such a common misconception about Reiki people think that you should only learn Reiki if you're gonna you know hold yourself out as a reiki master and start a business with it yeah. and actually i encourage like anyone should do their level one because it is such a day-to-day -day tool for self-healing self-calming self-soothing mm. 
um, you know, as a mum, I'm a single mum of two young autistic boys and they've got very opposite types of autism. So our house is very energetically interesting mm. because there's so much going on. And I use my Reiki on the boys literally every day. Yeah. I use it for clearing in the house literally every day. And if I didn't have that, I tried to think what state we would be in. Yeah. Because when you're in difficult circumstances, you need a big toolbox to be able to call on. Absolutely. And that's that's what I love. Like there's so many different therapies that we can do for ourselves at home. We don't need to go yeah. out to a practitioner. Obviously, you know, sometimes we need support and we need to work with somebody else. But like you said, with Reiki, doing your level ones um, does enable you to work with yourself and just tap into yourself a little more and gain more understanding about what what's going on inside your body and what it is that you need yeah and the effects that I see in my students I mean there's one lady who came to me for level one about 18 months ago she did a level two last summer she's booked on to do a level three but obviously all the lockdowns in between yeah, haven't yeah. because I've, I've had to shut the business for several periods where I've yeah, not yeah. been able to teach but the changes she's made in her life in 18 months, like just things like redrawing boundaries, having a strong self-care routine, the knock-on effects that that's had on her work, on her family relationships, mm. on her opinion of herself and knowing her own self-worth. It's really highlighted to me um, what a difference it makes. I mean, I look yeah. at my own life think oh my god from where I was 10 years ago to now yeah and changes that I've made and Reiki has supported me through all of that and through some really difficult decisions and really difficult times and Reiki is not just a treatment like you know some people have a massage like once a week or once a month or something yeah and it has a, a beneficial effect you know a little bit afterwards and then you have to go back again and again Reiki once you've got that power in your hands it's not just about the time that you're using it physically hands-on it's about the changes in your energetic system that it brings mm. and the changes that you then bring into your life because like, like we said earlier it raises your awareness of stuff that you may not previously have been aware of and once mm. you have that knowledge and that understanding I think the main thing it does is increase self-compassion mm, and absolutely. that has such a knock-on effect in in your everyday life because once you're kinder to yourself I mean I I think about how I used to speak to myself when I was younger and how I used to think about myself mm. I I can't believe like I would never dream of speaking to anyone else like that but I would yeah. say it to myself yeah now the difference that Reiki has made in my life and it's a slow process it's not like you learn your level one and you're immediately you know no, it's, a, it's a journey isn't it it really is a journey like I know for, for me it's it's almost cyclical um you know yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be out about it and I'll do a little bit of work and then it's like oh okay and and kind of go back into myself but you know as you're talking yeah. I'm realizing yeah absolutely like the Reiki principles are underpinning principles that I do draw into other areas of work so like you say once once you just that level one or even hearing this kind of conversation and being curious about it and opening your mind to the possibilities even that can make such a difference can't it 
it makes a massive difference. And I find that once people have started on that journey, it's like the door has been opened and they just literally fall down the rabbit hole because it opens so many other options for them. So I, I see, you know, level one Reiki as kind of a, a spiritual gateway and like a self-care gateway yeah. because it it's, you know, yes, it's part of the journey, but it's a key part of the journey that opens that door so that you can see the path ahead. Because I mean, especially coming from my point of view, my own journey, because part of my issue was very severe chronic depression. Mm. And I've gone through periods in my life where I've literally been suicidal. I've been self-harming and Reiki was part of my journey in overcoming that. Yeah. And yes, I still have issues. If I if I don't keep up my self-care routine and don't keep up myself Reiki, I know immediately what's going to happen. And I start yeah. spiraling back down. It's it's like weeding a garden. You can't just weed it once and say it's done because those no, weeds will reap. Exactly. Yeah. You've got to keep doing the work. Yeah. But my Reiki is so instrumental to what I do every single day. It's a massive, massive part of, of that journey. And I think especially when you do sort of suffer with depression, it's just such a a soothing thing to be able mm -hmm. to have that that skill to to treat yourself in that moment and physically put your hands on you know I for me it's either my heart or my solar plexus normally where yeah. I carry stuff around. um but also just the the compassion and the self-awareness because I know when my mood is starting to dip and I can choose to go and do something about that that's more yeah. positive Whereas previously, I wouldn't have that awareness and I would just spiral down and down and yeah. down until I got to a crisis point. And as a mum, when you get to the point where you think your kids would be better off without you, I mean, that, that's the most frightening thing. Yeah, it's, I, I can't even find words to describe it when I've been at points where I felt like that. And to actually come back from that and have a practical tool that raises my self-awareness and over the years I mean it's been about 10 years now since I've been doing Reiki nine years since I started learning Reiki and the changes that it's helped me make in you know what my life looks like day to day like mm -hmm. I've left an unhappy career I've now left an unhappy marriage I'm looking after my kids a lot better because I've yeah. got the headspace that was taken up by my husband and my career yeah yeah it makes such a difference and you know people who don't know about Reiki will be thinking you know how can you credit Reiki with contributing to all of that that was just mm. decisions that you made but actually it's the Reiki that starts that journey because you know if you'd said to me 10 years ago you're going to be running your own business and you're going to be a single mum and you're going to be thriving at life yeah I would have been you are kidding me that's not gonna happen yeah yeah I would never have the bravery and the self-belief to do that yeah but Reiki that has allowed me to do that and yeah I still have days where I'm kind of like oh do people hear what I've got to say today you know do people really yeah. want to hear that from me or shall I hide today yeah and you that's know, being human isn't it that, that is yeah absolutely yes I am infallibly human I am yeah. always but I have that kindness to myself now that when I have a day like that, I'm not 
beating myself up about it I just go you know what I don't feel like doing this today shall I work with my energy and go do something different or do I actually really need to do this and just let's push through this today and then we'll do something different afterwards you need to look after yourself tomorrow yeah so I still options it's not you know how some sort of spiritual people are like well I don't feel like doing this today so I'm going to work with my energy and not do this and then you never get anything yeah um like constant procrastination and that's where I was a couple of years ago yeah and now like continuing to work with the Reiki and for me part of my journey has been not only learning Reiki for myself it's actually starting the business and teaching Reiki mm. because I have I have this uh, I don't know if you'll identify this as well Sarah I have a massive blind spot when it comes to myself so I yeah. can dispense advice to everyone else <laughs> yeah I am terrible at taking my own advice yeah I give great I, advice I just don't listen to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so for me like seeing the changes that Reiki has made in my students, telling my students to look after themselves. I then have this little angel on my shoulder going, Jen, you know, you're talking to yourself as well. Yeah, don't you? Like you listen to absolutely. this too. I, I often um, hear myself sort of, you know, dispense words of wisdom as we do, you know, this curious question about such and such. And I'm like, absolutely. That's what, that's what I also need to be hearing right now. I think it's amazing that, um, you know, we often get in, get connected to the clients that uh, encourage us along our own journey as well to uh, enlightenment. You know, the Reiki energetic theory is that every person who wants a treatment will be attracted to the right practitioner or master for them. Everyone who wants to learn, every student will be attracted to the right teacher for them. And me as a teacher, I will attract the right students yeah. who I can do the best work with and help them the most. But my students, you know, my students are my best teachers. I learn yeah. every day from my students. Yeah. Um, and I think this is, you know, this is true of life. You know, I could find someone who I could teach so much to and there will still be something that they can teach me because we're yeah, all on completely. different journeys. Yeah. You know, I've got some students who we have reciprocal arrangements with because they're, you know, ahead of me in some other therapies. Yeah. Um, like I've got uh, one of my students does ref- reflexology. So I go to her for treatments and, and learning about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm her Reiki teacher. Yeah. So we're adding to each other's skill base. Um, there was a sound therapist who I went to for treatment who is now one of my students. Yeah. So it's all... And I think holistic practices work so well together in conjunction with each other Mm -hmm. and it's a cumulative effect. Yeah. And I think that that's really the approach I take to my self-care as well, because it's not just, oh, well, I I do myself Reiki every day and that's it. Yeah. Because the Reiki can be used with so many other things. Like the Mm -hmm. other day I was feeling a bit tired after lunch. I was like, right, I've got a bit of time. Now, previously, I would have been like, oh, I'm going to go have a three hour nap because I feel really rubbish. Mm. This time I'm like, I'm going to do a yoga nidra and a crystal healing. 40 minutes later, absolutely on top of the world again. Yeah. Because I've got that toolbox now to know what I need. Yeah. And the self-awareness. And I think definitely for me, you know, I still suffer with depression if I don't look after myself. I still have relapses of ME if I Mm. don't look after myself. Mm. 
So I know that I've got to, to support myself in various different ways. And actually one of the things I do when I, I'm, a, I'm an avid list maker, because I have so much going on, uh, my to-do list every week, I started splitting into sections. So I've got like stuff around the house and with the kids and work stuff. I have a separate bit for appointments so that I don't miss anything that I'm yeah. meant to be a certain time. And I have different lists for self-care and personal development because I love learning, but I have to limit myself. Otherwise, I'd just do a load of personal development and not actually get any work done in my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> self-care is literally a separate to-do list that I see yeah. as equally important to everything else because I know if I don't do that self-care, I'm not going to be able to do any of the other stuff the week after because no. I've got to my energy up I've got to look after myself yeah and especially when I'm running my own business I'm in charge of my own schedule and I'm a single mum of two kids with additional needs so yeah. if I fall to pieces there are so many other things around me that fall to pieces like I can't be there for my clients I can't be there for my students I can't be there properly for my kids mm. and that is not why I'm here on this earth you know nobody gets up in the morning to think I'm going to do this really badly today no of you course know, we not are yeah the, the best that can be and it's having that awareness as to what I need to do mm -hmm. for myself yeah that I can then give the best to everyone else yeah no, I completely agree with that that self for me self-care has to be the foundation of everything I, I do um my my entire life my entire business revolves around my self-care um I have chronic health conditions as well so I've 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 been on that journey of um working long days doing massage um being really really busy doing client work and da, 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 you know all, all of the things that we do in life and when I got my diagnosis um I was practically bedridden I I had to spend time kind of really listening to myself and evaluating the way in which I lived my life and working out what was working for me and what was not working for me um, and as soon as I forget about self-care that is when things start to fall down for me um, so yeah absolutely if, if you're not looking after yourself you can't look after other people I, I fundamentally believe that self-care has yeah. to be the foundation of everything that you do. Um, but unfortunately, as a society, we we are not we're not taught that. That's not the societal expectation. It's kind of self-care is almost yeah. like a, a thing we do at the end of the day. If there's some time left, maybe. Yeah, like an optional extra. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so like some sort of decadent. Um, treat that we have for ticking all the other boxes whereas for me it's like no self-care is the fact it is the foundation if you're looking after yourself then you're able to go out and thrive in the other situations you know the people that are around you you can give so much more because you've got it you've got it to give and it's it's bounded yeah absolutely I mean I found as well um when I left my legal career and set up my own business I was like brilliant I'm doing holistic things all day every day this means my life is now perfect and I was like <laughs> now I'm running my own business no one's ever taught me how to run my yeah, own yeah. business I learn like sales marketing business admin and I was going through this journey of 
oh, my life's meant to be brilliant now. And actually, this is really hard work and I'm struggling with this. But then I sort of went through this this period of I wasn't openly talking about that because I was kind of like, you know, to all my friends who thought I was mental for leaving a well-paid legal career. Because I've done it for 10 years. I was pretty successful. I was pretty well-paid. Yeah. And I walked out of a, a, a well-paid job with no plan other than I have to start my own Reiki business because yeah. I'd nearly done it a couple of times and just not had the bravery. Yeah. And it got to the point where I was so ill and I had another relapse of ME. And you know when you ignore the universe's signals and they just give you something bigger and bigger? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. So I I nearly jumped ship and set my Reiki business up a couple of times and I just I just lost the bottle basically. And it got to the point in my last legal job where I had a relapse of like I was suicidally depressed. Mm. I was ridiculously ill with Emmy, but still trying to work full time. Yeah. Um, and actually my job was five minutes away and I had keys. So quite often I would work nine till five, come home, put the boys to bed, go back to the office and work eight till midnight. because I was so ill and I'd lost so much productivity that even though I was working all the hours I wasn't getting through the work yeah so it was this like vicious cycle of how can I be getting nothing done when I'm working these long hours yeah um I ended up with chronic tonsillitis so I couldn't even speak to my clients on the phone because I lost my voice yeah I had plantar fasciitis in both feet which is excruciating and if I sat down for if that's not the universe telling you to slow down I know um so by the time I went to the doctor the physio literally said to me it's a good job you're a human and not a horse because we'd literally just put you out of your misery yeah yeah. so it was kind of like I have to do this I I know that it's what I'm meant to be doing I just need to find a way to make this work um but then I went through this period of I'm not putting myself out there because I hadn't done the work on myself. So Mm. I wasn't actually going out, finding clients, going out, finding students because I was just hiding because I still had this self-worth issue that is deep rooted from childhood. And part of my journey over the last couple of years, it's like, you know, jumping ship and starting my own Reiki business is not the end of my journey. And now everything is rosy. Yeah. It's like the next phase. It's like it's stepped up a gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially with the the pandemic last year, like if I think about what I've been through in the last year, like I was on holiday when my, when the pandemic hit. So I basically got stuck on the other side of the world when coronavirus hit. I was staying with family in Sydney. Oh my goodness. And I was away, and my, my kids were three and seven at this point, and I was away for a full month, not knowing when I could get back to them. Wow. It, it was frightening. It was horrific. Yeah. And then when I did get back, and we were all locked in a house, and as a neurotypical locked in a house with three autistic people, it, it, I can't even describe how difficult that was to try and balance everyone's needs. Mm. Um, my husband who has Asperger's couldn't cope with that um, so the you know I made the decision that had been coming for a long time mm. that actually was it was best for us to split best for all of us um, and I had this sort of massive spiritual up leveling over the last year that the more I did work on myself 
the more I understood the decisions that I'd made yeah and start unpicking them but unpicking them in a compassionate loving way yeah so like I'm still you know learning to co-parent in the middle of a divorce but I don't bear any malice against my husband yeah which I didn't have Reiki and didn't have all the holistic techniques that I use I don't know how I would have survived the last year yeah I look at the facts of what I've been through in the last year and yeah. I'm just like oh my god how am I still standing um but I'm not just still standing I'm actually like no I'm feeling really positive about life yeah, yeah I have the down day we all do but actually I feel more empowered by it because I'm living my purpose I yeah. know that I make a difference to people you know there will be a reason why I have been given as a mum to my two kids who I love them dearly but they are not easy kids to yeah, deal with yeah really bless them but there will be a reason why they are with me mm. and my clients my students and my business you know when you run your own business you know you'll have some days you're literally tearing your hair out and some days yeah. you're like yes why I'm on this earth and for me it's about how I deal with you know the good days and celebrating my successes and the bad days and actually well how do I get this back up again you know one bad day doesn't have to spiral into a bad week and a bad month absolutely because I feel empowered and I've got the tools to to use to actually see why I'm here and mm. who I'm helping and I think that makes a massive difference yeah and, and you can hear that you talk about it you know you can really hear that sort of passion that you have for reiki um and applying it to your own life as well it's not it's not just something that you do for the sake of doing it it's it's a real passion and belief that has made a difference for you so you can see the difference that it's going to make for other people when they connect with you absolutely and this is how I teach Reiki as well you know I, I strongly advocate to all of my students this is not just a one-day course and you get a certificate and I wave you off and away you go it's about having that ongoing support mm. so the way I teach I tell all of my students if you've got any questions even like 10 20 years down the line yeah I give unlimited follow-up support to all of my yeah. students once lockdown has reopened again and I'm allowed people because I teach and treat from this is my Reiki room I'm in now in my yeah, home. I am in my um, treatment room in my home. <laughs> so I have regular Soul Tribe nights. Soul Tribe is what I call my student group. Um, and we have Soul Tribe nights once a month where we do, you know, we talk about how we're using Reiki mm. and we talk about, you know, what difference it has made for us so that we can all learn from each other. Like I said yeah. earlier, you know, my, my students are some of my best teachers. Yeah. And then we can do group treatments as well because you know when you're using Reiki it's not just about using it for yourself it's about interacting with other people mm. um, and actually the chance to join in a Reiki share and group treatments is something really special I don't know if you've had the opportunity to do it's, that with your Reiki um it's not something I felt and I guess the word is brave enough to do yet um I've more stepped out of that comfort zone through like the lockdown period and um I've connected with some other 
like Reiki practitioners, um, but yeah. still more of an observational perspective <laughs> as opposed to an interactive perspective. Yeah. I mean, I know that, yeah, there's, I'm still on that journey, you know, and I think it must be 15, 15 years ago, if not more, that I did my initial Reiki level one. Yeah. And you know, and it's taken me a long time. So the short answer is no, I have not done Reiki shares, but I'm stepping more into that space where I'm more open and willing yeah. to kind of get involved in doing it which is part of the reason I'm I'm doing the podcast and having the conversations that yeah. I'm having and being able to connect with with other practitioners um because I love I love the sharing the collaborative the you know even if I speak to somebody who's trained in exactly the same things as me their perspectives their um their learnings their knowledge their experiences are going to be completely different and we'll both come away yeah. with something something else so I absolutely see the value in the shares but I think for me mm. I th yeah I think for me it's it's almost a confidence thing I'm a very very introverted person um yeah. which probably people think sounds really contradictory given that I'm doing all this stuff that I'm doing um so no, I totally get it me <laughs> yeah. too the the idea of going into a space of people that I don't know um mm. to do energy work for me is like not not yet feeling that so like listening yeah. to you talk about your tribe it's like that's that's perhaps the thing for me that is missing it's that it's not yeah. going into a space of people I don't know um it's building perhaps my own little tribe <laughs> <laughs> well this is this is why I do it for my students because my teacher Christine when she was running her business she's retired now um, but she had these share nights. So when I was one of her students, yeah. I went to her sort of Reiki shares. And it was a time in my life where I, I, I just had my eldest and I was struggling as a, a new mum. My husband basically didn't know what to do once the baby was born and, yeah. and didn't really help with anything. So I was sitting there with, you know, postnatal depression, no family and friends close, no support from my husband. And going to Christine's Reiki shares was like an energetic family. It was the mm. one space I had each month where I could be myself and breathe and have this sort of, I'm going through a difficult time and here is some support. Yeah. And anyone else could come with that. And if someone else was having a difficult time, I would be able to support them. And then that would feed my soul because it's part of my life's purpose to help support other people yeah. and I remember how I felt going to Christine's share groups so when I started my business and my teaching and started getting students coming through I was like I have to do the same thing yeah because I know what a difference it makes yeah. and because they're all attuned by me it's like a Reiki family tree it's like they're yeah. all Reiki brothers and sisters and I'm the yeah. Reiki mummy which I love because I'm I'm such a nurturing, protective person. It's like I've got a I'm a mother hen with a big brood of rage. Yeah, yeah. It's that. It sounds like it's that kind of sole purpose, isn't it? It's that yeah. it, it ignite. You can see as you're talking about it. I can hear it. You know, it, it ignites that um, that something that is within that is. I don't I don't know what the word your heart is the word that I, I want to use but I'm aware it sounds really kind of what but it does it just it ignites your heart you can you can that's yeah. how it feels to me listening to you that 
that it's mm. something you yeah you 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 don't just teach it for people to pay you money and learn it's it's you you're living it alongside your students to enable them to um yeah to have that that family um so that's and it's like an energetic family and i tend to draw people to me who like me have difficult relationships with their earth family yeah i am totally the black sheep of my family they don't yeah. understand why i left my legal career they don't understand you know they're not into the whole holistic stuff and they think i've lost my mind in the last couple of years yeah, basically yeah. they think the kind of midlife crisis i'm going yeah. through um they don't understand why somebody would leave their husband um because you know i come from a family where it's very much you know you married him you take whatever is dished out and yeah. you stay yeah um but actually the best decision for for the kids that i could make was us living separately and co-parenting and yeah. everyone is the whole four of us we are happier yeah and but fundamentally isn't that what it's about really if you're all happy however that situation is that's that's the most important thing to to yeah, yeah to live yeah. in for I mean, me I, anyway I, to live I, in happiness yeah I was raised in a family where value was put on being clever and being successful and being thin which for me still causes difficulties because I'm not thin I you know part of my depression is comfort eating and things yeah. like that so I still you know this is part of my journey that hasn't yet been unlocked um so I sort of had this, you know, innate sense of unworthiness from childhood because mm. value was only placed on certain things. Yeah. Um, whereas my style of parenting is completely different for my boys because I just said, yes, I want them to do well at school. Yes, I want them to, you know, be good at their hobbies and things mm. like that. But the main goals for me is, are they happy and are they healthy? Yeah. Those are two most important things because from my life experience and my journey that I've been through you know I could have a well-paid job like I had and walk out of it because I was suicidally depressed you know mm -hmm. you can't just put value on what society teaches us gives us status yeah you know I know millionaires who are miserable yeah and I know people who've got next to nothing who are the happiest souls you could meet yeah you know it's about value rather than money yeah and I think that's definitely one of the main things that I've learned over the last four or five years is that it's not just about status and what society teaches us we should mm. be doing or should be valuing yeah it's about deciding for yourself what you want in your own life yeah and if I want something different from what I was taught to want that's why I've made massive changes to my life because yeah. I've got that awareness now and like we were saying it's the Reiki that has been instrumental in having that self-awareness having that self-compassion and actually a big part of it for me was giving myself permission yeah to actually say I don't want this anymore this yeah. isn't making me it isn't making me healthy I really want to just go do something different and it's about empowering yourself to make that decision and give yourself permission mm. because when you give yourself permission it you know that everything unlocks at that point. yeah yeah I mean it it sounds like Reiki's made such a difference to your life um and I'm I'm 
really thankful that you shared that with me today. Um, um, I am noticing the time, realizing I kind of need to start bringing it to an end, um, which is the bit that I'm not very good at. So, completely, that's the thing. I get so in, in engrossed in what we're talking about, and and I love these kind of conversations because it really does make me kind of think about the things that I do and the you know why the things that I'm not more often than not the things that I'm not doing and why I'm not doing yeah. them. Um, and so I could sit here and probably talk all day with you, um, and, and <laughs> but I don't know how to edit that well. So if it feels okay for you, it's now an okay for us to, to sort of bring it to a bring it to a close. And perhaps you would agree to come on another time. We'll have a chat um, after this. Perhaps you'll agree to come yeah, on another time and talk about some some more stuff. Because you know, even though I've done Reiki training, I, you know, I've, I've thought about things that I've not thought about before. So it's been you know, it's been really really interesting and yeah. useful to well, me so. every lineage does things slightly differently so you could get 10 people who do reiki in a room and we're all going to have different things to talk about yeah yeah so absolutely. yeah and our life experiences come into it as well yeah. don't they so thank well, you i'm very happy to come on and if anyone's been listening to this and wants to know more i'm very happy for people to, to contact me either by email or social media yep. or i'll be popping all our links yeah i'll be popping all our links in the description so if people um feel like they you know they want to get in touch with you then they'll absolutely be able to do so excellent i'm always happy to answer any reiki questions it's shutting me up that's the problem yeah yeah um so right i'm going to be messaging you some questions too but thank you so much thank you so much for um joining me today very welcome thank you for having me thank you